Hey fellas, this is Greg Williams, Dr. Heat. I get my ass ripped for having too many zero blitzes. And some of those I'd love to have back. But you're all on the podcast. I can't believe it. It pales what I do on a zero blitz in comparison to some of the bad life choices that Andrew, Ralph, Dave, and Kevin make. Are you kidding me? We can't make better choices on what we say and do and how we live our life. And now it's on podcasts. Well, let's get this straightened out and let's do a better job for everybody out there who listens to that dumbass that you guys are talking about. Enjoy it. Signing off, Greg Williams. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We're on the YouTubes. So if you find us, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share to all your friends and family. Uh, go to saintshappyhour.com and become a patron. You get access to everything we do. You get uh, access to our Discord, access to every podcast we do, commercial-free, no commercials. You don't have to worry about it. And you get all sorts of other things, like every piece of content we do, you get access to. Go to saintshappyhour.com, sign up, support the show, support the Saints podcast that wins awards. You should do it. All right, Kevin, you're our draft aficionado, our draft expert, and I tasked you with something. I said, Kevin, I said, I know you're doing these mocks. And the cool thing about the PFF simulator and other mock draft simulators is they sort of, they're sort of AI, it sort of evolves, right? Like as the player rankings change, the mock drafts change. And I said to Kevin, I said, find me what players as you're doing these mocks, are you noticing that you were like, oh, I used to be able to get him at 40. And he was always there at 40. And now I'm picking at 29 and he's gone sometimes or he's not there at 40. and He's getting picked sooner. Or I was picking a guy at 71 and now he's getting picked in the mid 50s. I said, Kevin, give me give me guys that are rising on the draft board because I think that's an interesting exercise because you can say these guys are rising. Does that mean the saints have to pick them early? Does that mean it's a guy that, Hey, we thought that's a guy you could get at 40. Not so much anymore. That's a guy you could get at 71. Nope. You better get, you better grab that guy at 40 now because he's rising up the charts. So who, when you do these mock drafts, who's, who's, a, who's guys, let's start with offense. Who's guys on offense. That, because because that's something the Saints are, they want some stuff. But who's guys on offense where you're like, man, that guy, he's just he's he's the last couple of weeks he's just going up and up the boards. So I ran through all seven rounds, and and I've done I've done hundreds of these things, <laughs> hundreds. He's not, and I close. started doing them in January. Mm-hmm. Now January mock drafts are different from February mock drafts mm-hmm. and they're di- and the February mock drafts are much are different from mid-March to now mm-hmm. because you've had senior bowl, you've had the uh combine, combine. and you've had Pro. team workouts and things That's like right. that. Pro days. So there are guys yeah. that I saw in January and February in certain spots that are now way higher. Like for instance, Tajay Spears of Tulane, he was going, shit, like in the 130s or something uh, a couple of months ago, but now he's going as high as like 70. He's go- he's anywhere from like 70 to 100. He's, he's jumped there. several, he's jumped a lot. Damn. But again, that's your 
strange January, February to, you know, post senior bowl and like workouts and things. Yeah. That's like that. I'm focused. I tried to focus on where were these guys in March? Like, where were they yeah. March 11th? We're recording this on the 13th. I, I, I know you hate giving away yeah, when you the dates. These. We like to pretend. We're, reco- we're recording today. this on, on right. April 13th. <laughs> I looked back at March 11th on all these guys to see where they were getting projected or where they were going. And it, it, it is kind of surprising. There were even some guys that I went back even further just to see how much yeah. of a rise they'd been on. Yeah. So the first that you said offense. That's right. The biggest name, they're the biggest shock, is Chandler Zavala, the guard That's from right. North Carolina State. His current average draft, his current average draft position, and, and this is the amalgamation mm-hmm. of all the draft mutants like myself <laughs> when That's we're right. doing the drafts and it calculates, oh, where'd he go? And it just puts them all together. I don't know what, what their cutoff time is. I don't know how they arrive at that number, but I know mm-hmm. it is a large collection of data that they're averaging together. So his current average draft position right now is 108.8. It was way lower. Wow, yeah. Like he was getting, his average draft position was in the 170s. Ooh, okay. So it's like two rounds, basically. Two full rounds. and. His rank, PFF now has him ranked overall pick 70. Ooh, see, yeah, that's interesting. And, and so that's thing, a huge jump. That's a huge jump. And I think it's, it's, it's key, key to remember, people, is that not only does the, the pro days and, and the workouts and that sort of thing change, and as the coaches get involved, they start saying, oh, this player can, I have a vision for this player. He can, he can work. But what happens too, is all these scouts and all these teams, these personnel people, they, they start being a little more honest when they're leaking to the media because they want to be on, they want to be on record as saying, oh, that bump, that guy, Kevin, that, that offensive, that, that, that running back or whatever, I loved him. And they start being a little bit, the, 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 the truth starts, it doesn't come out fully, right? Because yeah. teams still lie and all that. But it starts, to as we get closer to the, to the draft, the team's true feelings and the team's true opinions of these players start to leak out. And that's why I think that's interesting. It's a guy, that's a guy that, if, if he's at 70 rated now, that's a guy that, he could sneak into that second round, right? He could sneak into like pick 63, 60, maybe 58 to 64, right? Yeah. And that's a, that's a guy two months ago. You've, you've been like, what? No, so he's not going So average draft round. position now, 108.8. One month ago, March 11th, and, and I'm, I'm having to go March 11th because that's when PFF, tra- they track mm-hmm. it every week at a certain day, and I, I don't remember what day March yeah. 11th was. But on March 11th, he was getting average draft position of 167 at oh, the no. 50th percentile. They like gra- they yeah. like rated him. They they rated an average of like the 25th, the 50th, and I think the 75th percentile. So I picked the middle one to get a more uh, level uh, number. And I ask you about risers, and I wanted to start on offense because I, I have a theory, and you can just blow it out the water if you think it if you think it's incorrect if it's you, the data proves incorrect. But but you've been saying. 
as we've been doing these mock drafts and you've been running them and you've been doing them since January, like you said, you've been saying all along, this wide receiver class, it kind of sucks. Like it, it doesn't, not only does it not fit with the Saints need a big body receiver, like overall, it's just not that good. And other draft analysts and teams all, oh, it's, they got good players and you can find good players everywhere. It's, it's not that bad. And I'm just wondering, are you seeing that where not too many receivers are rising up the boards and it's kind of your, your thoughts and the general thought of this? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Five receiver class kind of blows. Are you seeing that with like no receivers are kind of bubbling up 
rising up the boards as as we go. So let me say that there are two wide receivers on here that and arguably three, but two wide receivers are are worth taking in the first round. That's Quentin Johnson and Jackson Smith. Jackson Smith Unjigba, and I am mm, yeah. Hopefully I'm not mangling his name too bad. But those two guys, they look like wide receivers. They've got the height yes. and the weight, and, and, and they've got the numbers to, to back that up. These other guys are all under six feet. You got Jordan Addison from USC, who's 5'11", but he's a he's buck 73. Ooh. And, you know, so you got problems there. And then these other guys are just like 5'9", 5'9", 5'8". It's like you got to get to Michael mm -hmm. Wilson from Stanford before you start getting back to, uh, like, <clears throat> wide receiver height. And yeah. even then, you then have to weigh it by, well, you know, these guys weren't exactly, you know, blow away, mm -hmm. like nothing. Like they, they, your Michael Wilsons, your Rishi Rices, A.T. Perry, who I've taken a lot in my mocks. It's like, do they leap off the page and say, this is a guy that can be my top guy? And, and, and I... I Look, I, I'm sometimes a vibes guy, and I don't get the vibe. <laughs> you don't get I mean, the vibe of that. I'm not juge. I'm not eating tape for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, I, I'm just not. So I, I kind of I'm going by numbers that I see on a page, charts and graphs and vibes. That's well, it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, you, the thing is, is like you wide receivers that that you, you draft an exception high you, you then you have a team of like guys that are too small too slow not big you know so yeah it, what it does it, it does sit, sit, say to me that the wide receiver class who's a guy on offense what you look at these risers whether offensive lineman quarter whoever and you're like man this guy is rising and he's gonna be picked high and people are going to be like what is going okay. on i've got three other people on offense on my list here two of them are tight ends one of them is a uh, and one of them is a quarterback so i've got tucker craft zach Kuntz. those are the two tight ends and i'm mm -hmm. it's either Kuntz or cunts however whatever so zach uh tucker craft he was going average draft position at 103 on February 11th. By March 11th, he had jumped up to 81st was his average draft position. Mm -hmm. He's currently at 78.9, and he's now ranked 79th. Okay. So he's pretty much like now in line with like where PFF thinks he is and where, and where the, the, the draft mutants think he is. But he shot up. Yeah. And he's a he's a uh, FSC guy or FCS yeah. guy. Yeah. And it's like, wait, where did this like, where did he come from? Like, I didn't really notice him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like he's showing up as being one of those guys that. Uh, like, he's one of the top six or seven wide uh, tight ends that'll go That's in right. this draft. I feel like I feel like. If the Saints don't get a tight end at 29 or 40, and we've talked about it on other podcasts where we feel like they need one, yeah. I feel like like at 71, they might be sitting there being like, man, it's been picked over. And like five of them have gone in the top 70 and what happened. And we're if, getting, they, we're if they want a tight end, 
and they're at 71, and Tucker Craft is there, unless you see some knockout player, like, unless you see some knockout player, I would say go, go with Kraft. And you, because you're not getting, you're not getting them at your next pick. At what do they pick? Oh at? no, at, at no, 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 you're not getting them. No. Um, so the other one, Zach Kuntz, on February 25th, his average draft position was 236. Ooh. By March 11th, so two weeks later, average draft position had jumped up to 166. Ooh. And let me make sure I'm saying, and let me make sure I've got that correct. I want to make sure I'm saying average draft position and not, uh, and not rank. Hang on. Come on. Click, click, click. Yeah. Average. Yeah. So it is average draft position. So average draft position on March 11th was 166. Today, his average draft position is now 127.3. Who? that's, that's, he's moved up like three rounds. Yes. Yes. Like he was. Yeah. You know, like shit. Go back to January. He was a guy that was going. I saw this guy a bunch in the seventh round with the the Saints had two picks. I was taking him with one of my seventh round picks. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch. Like you can go back. It's in it's yeah. in the it's in the Kevin Does Mock Drafts room. You scroll back. Zach Koontz is going in the seventh I'm getting yeah. him in the seventh it's, round. It, Somewhere yeah. in early March. That shit changed, and it skyrocketed <laughs> in March 4th yeah. and has since been on the way up. Yeah, and, and the thing uh, is— It's dipped slightly, but where he's at now, you know, the, the 127, 127.3, he's—that's uh, a top four—that's top four. Yeah, and it's interesting. Look, nothing's guaranteed. You, they, they always have people that you think get dra- are going to get drafted in the third, or fourth round, and they end up a few of them get as a UDFA. So it's not it's not perfect, but I do think this is a, is an interesting exercise because people doing these mocks, we're re- we're watching clips, whether, whether we're eating tape or we're listening to podcasts, and people are telling us, "Hey, teams like this guy. He can do this. He can do that." So th- these movements don't happen just for no reason, and that's why it's interesting. So now. I want to get to Hang on. Go ahead. Let me let me throw let me throw a curveball. Okay, here we go. Quarterback. Okay. This was not this a need. Not, not a, need. a need, but we want him gone. We want him picked ahead. But we want as many picks as possible. If you can get a guy later, we've 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 all been pining for uh your your Jake Hayners or maybe even your Clayton Tunes, you know, depending on where yeah. they fall. Hell, the Purdue guy has actually dropped a bunch. The Purdue guy is now going like late sixth round. But there's been a guy on the rise that I wasn't seeing before. Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA. I'm looking hey. at him. One month ago, March 11th, average draft position, 235. That's the seventh round. His current average draft position, 150. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. 
Just you wait. Auto Trader. 56.2. My God. He has jumped nearly 80 spots. He's jumped nearly 80 spots. PFF now has him ranked at 163. Not that far behind or right around the Jake Hayner line. So what he's offering, it's like, you know, somebody out there likes him. He said, his name sounds like the American villain in uh, Emily in Paris, like her new boss or something. I don't know. Like, but, but that's interesting. And listen, Kevin, the more yeah. quarterbacks that go in the top three rounds, that's better for the Saints. We want, we like, Anthony, yeah. Rich, like, give me, give me five. Give me, give me six quarterbacks going in the first three rounds because that's six. That's six players that the Saints probably weren't going to take anyway. So yeah, I give me somebody reaching on Tanner McKee. That's right. Please, please do that. Thanks for joining us, guys. This has been our podcast on the risers in the draft on offense. And remember to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. Subscribe to the best Saints podcast on earth, the only one that wins awards. Thanks for joining us, and until next week. The bar is closed.